pride do. myself in being the uh, the guy who would like take that weight off of other people's shoulders. When you see someone being passed around the party and you're like, this is exhausting. Yes. You can see your friends getting exhausted by someone. You'd be like, all right, I'll go take a shift. I'll go take a yeah. long shift. Let everyone go have a drink and pretend this party is fun for a bit and just go hear whatever the bullshit this is. Yeah, you just like someone's just getting spat on with like stale beer breath, and they're just like, "Oh, help out!" And you're like, yeah. you stand in front of them, and you're like, "Let me! <laughs> I'll take all these horrible opinions on." Yes, tell me about your app ideas and why they're all racist, right? <laughs> it's like a face detection system, but it will not work for black people. <laughs> Sorry, uh, it just we can't figure out the math. <laughs> Sorry, the lighting is awful in here on this planet Earth. Um, I had a really epic one of those at a. I went to Vermont with Jordan Jensen. Hell yeah. We did a show. First of all, I Pass had the seller, uh, Jordan Jensen. Pass of the seller. She was her name was on that list. Hell yeah. You're like, of course it is. Um, yeah. So, and this is probably uh, this could be why my name isn't. I decided to take acid during the day because we get taken to a farm, like a beautiful farm that's also kind of a commune. Yeah. Uh, very Vermont nonsense. So, like, this is a good place to trip. And I was like, all right, I'll take some, ignoring the fact I have shows that night. And we go down and I do one of these shows and it was one of those sets where I was like, I could only remember the good moments. So I was like, wow, I did pretty well. And later listened back to it. And I was like, there's a lot of <laughs> awkward gaps in here. And this like kind of little drunk guy comes up and starts talking to us halfway in the show. And I was like really shitty at first and like just tossed him to Jordan. Um, and Ooh. he like wouldn't go away. And I was like, all right, well, we can't I can't just leave her with this dude. So I started talking to him and then the, all the comics wanted to go to a hang at a party. But like then his story just got like so much more interesting and devastating. Like he had just gotten back from the uh, from deployment, but then Jesus got out of the Christ. army. But his like his wife broke up with him while he was undeployed. And so he had nowhere like an army base was letting him sleep in his car in their parking lot. That's kind of where he was at. So he was just like really trying to keep it together. And so I was like getting engaged on an accident. I'm like, oh, I'm going I need to find out more about this. Were you still I, tripping at this time? Were you still on acid? I was uh, like maybe 10%. I was like really on the come down. All right. So you had no excuse to sit through this entire story still. No, other, other than, than you just were like, just interested. Well, and also it was like clearly someone was suffering and had no one. And I'm like a real sucker for like, I'll listen to your shit. Fine. Wow. You really need this because he was a guy who was gonna go shoot himself in a car soon. Um, and I, I hope he didn't do that. And so I made, like, he followed us. They were all trying to go hang somewhere and clearly ditch this man. And I was like, no, I'm following. I'm making him follow us while I listen to oh the story. Oh, my God, Albert. And I don't know if you remember. Person. You remember a few years ago it was in New York, one of the New York state prisons. Uh, this lady <sighs> helped two convicts escape. Yeah. That was his mom. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> it's just crazy she uh, helped those convicts escape but she couldn't help you escape this man going to this party <laughs> with you i guess it wasn't that hard there. once i got through all that stuff it was like all right man well we're gonna go somewhere else i appreciate meeting you uh that's so funny <laughs> it's just yeah that's also i'd want you to know that you're like i don't know maybe because i took acid that's why i'm not jordan does acid all the time <laughs> i feel like she does every time every time yeah but it's like acid. I got like when I'm doing stuff like that, I got to balance it with taking the show seriously because sure. the day I didn't trip acid, I crushed my shows. Sure. Um, And that one I didn't crush. And I get like really in my head about like doing well on stage. I have this like epic saga in my head that like this is a stupid thing to do with your life. So if you're going to try and do it with your life, you better do it well. No, that makes sense. 
And so like that, that makes sense. What doesn't make sense is dragging along a random stranger to a fun part comedy party. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, none of them are really that fun. <laughs> and this was interesting. It's interesting to engage with people and you don't know. He oh. was hurting, man. I want he needed a little he just needed someone to listen to him so he didn't go shoot himself in his car. And I don't I'm gonna tell myself I saved his life. Right. That's what's so funny is that you invested <laughs> all that time in it, and then you're like, Yeah, I don't really know what happened to that guy. You have no idea. <laughs> no idea. You're just like you do feel good about it, which is nice, but you're like, I mean, I guess he could still be around. Who knows? Um, but that's what it is. I don't know. That's what it is. That's you know, that kind of beautiful half empty gesture is the perfect segue. <laughs> into our podcast beautiful social media level depth i love it y'all ready for this we don't have the money for that we can't (laughs) don't sing the rest of that song we can't afford it are you all ready for this (laughs) is everybody here good to go that's our song Everybody. welcome to burn your heroes uh my name is ben katzner again not a comedian i am a constant gardener whatever that means uh and with me albert introduce yourself i am albert kirshner i every time i call myself a comedian it feels like i'm just trying to tell myself i'm a comedian while i'm not doing comedy <laughs> i am an hvac student for the last 16 years and i'm gonna get the hang of it one of these days i can't wait <laughs> And Elver just got a haircut and he trimmed his beard so he looks like an HVAC. Oh, student. yeah, I fit in, amazing. man. Camouflage. You look like you're gonna drink too much and hit someone with a pipe tonight. That's exactly oh, my what god. I hope like. it's myself. It could be knock the demons out. Bonk, bonk. Could be. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is Burn Your Heroes. This is our podcast. You know what this shit is, all right? If you're here, you know what this shit is. Uh, we <laughs> We take uh, protagonists throughout history and pop culture, and we roast them a little bit. We get at them. We let you know that even the people that we love are kind of shitty. All right, and uh, we talk about shitty. we talk about other stuff along the way. Don't email us about it, okay? <laughs> Just leave us alone. First of all, we got uh, two emails from the same person, and they've been incredibly sweet, and they have actively made my weeks better. So yeah, thank you. Keep reaching out uh, to the same seventy-five people that listen to this every week. I love how loyal you are, but tell your friends. All right, stop keeping this a secret to yourselves you yeah. love us i know you're back i know you're here you're listening again you filthy animals be like uh be like albert at a fun party and drag a stranger into this you know like really really <laughs> hey, force them to be part of this you look like you're on the brink let's explore that <laughs> albert tell the people who we are burning today today and this is going to be interesting we're going to be burning harry potter and why i say that's going to be interesting is that the author is a distraction in this right we're burning the character the image of the character without just the batshit insanity that the author has been doing in the last few years and the author is james joyce is that correct james joyce james earl joyce now you've got it in my head i can't remember um it's jrr tolkien it's not (laughs) jrr it's good enough for me uh yeah fuck the author 
the author is like anti-trans and we don't care about her so she can go it's so insane that you wrote stories for children to make it feel good about feeling weird to be a kid and then you've just spent your life tweeting qualifications only these children should like this like why why exist still (laughs) it's almost like being rich and out of touch is a detriment to people we should get the internet from her castle we should get her castle from uh damn it i was gonna say something that didn't even that was so weird it didn't even make sense and i'm so <laughs> mad that i even stopped the podcast for this you know what's more entertaining is the meltdown halfway through right <laughs> god damn it oh fuck me why do i even breathe what am i doing uh, were you a yeah. harry potter kid um no i'd never read it in the books ever and i, st- I won't i'll just i've seen all the movies but that that's pretty much they it. get the I, gist it, across it it met it meant a lot to people Whoa. that I grew up with, I think. And I know it means a lot. Like the the amount of people who are like 34, and Dave Twitty has a great joke about this that I'm ruining, but uh who are like 34 and are like, I'm a Hufflepuff is like insane. Like <laughs> it's like you can't still you have a full family, you can't identify as a character in a children's book that is crazy to me i don't think you understand how badly we wanted this world to not be this world (laughs) (laughs) every day i'm like when is he showing up and taking me away from this fucking nightmare when is that giant hairy monster kicking down my door and telling me i'm better than my friends and i get to go somewhere nicer than this what's wild private school (laughs) what's crazy is like i am into sci-fi fantasy give me magic whatever but i'm never you know i'm not like going up to people as an adult being like hey i'm a wolverine you know like i'm a cyclops <laughs> i'm superman i'm like i'm not nobody who's doing that why are we like this i don't i, I you want to be taken away you know what you can do you can grow up and make your own world you're an adult you know how to read and write make your own stories stop oh, stop exhausting. being a fucking <laughs> slytherin or whatever i can't stand it and but harry potter himself has just never appealed to me i've 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 always felt like there were cooler like characters and then and you know as a dork who wears glasses i looked at this dork who wears glasses i'm like i don't believe it you know what i mean (laughs) he's saving me what if he trips over a log he's fucked you know i I also bought see i always love that he's emo to the point of debilitating being like just useless and he's still important and i like that i want to live in a world where just succumbing to your mental illness is still gets you ahead (laughs) right yeah so I do everything he's a, he's my I have a friend who was a lot like him it was like the world would shower him with every treat that you could possibly get and he was still just like I don't care right also <laughs> your friend knew magic uh important to bring <laughs> yeah only uh sleight of hand though it was, was <laughs> it's different I need to save my uncle with what uh, oh, I'll, make, <laughs> <laughs> I'll make this marble disappear look away <laughs> yeah no. I what was your what was your um well, I got my dad got me the first book like the day it came out in America. So it wasn't like a thing yet. So I had this book that I was like, I had no idea, no context of what it was. And I like tried to read it a bit. I was like, eh. And then like six months in, I like I read past a few chapters and then it just fucking hit me like a bus. I was like, all right, I'll read every single one of these that came out. I was reading a fuck ton of Redwall. Have you ever heard of Redwall? Is that with mice or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like these. Yo, mice I read those. Those abbey. are lit. Yes, they're I love incredible. That shit. And there's like a hundred of them. Yes. There's so many. And they're all 
they're just thick meaty books and it's all yeah, about yeah, yeah. mice fighting rats with swords yeah. and then sometimes the hairs will show up whenever you actually think about the sizes of these animals you're like it's crazy that a badger and some hairs didn't just kill like the fact that anyone else there was ever anyone to right. fight back is insane as someone who fights animals as a side job uh yeah i totally understand these books do not get the animal sizes correct. <laughs> they don't get them correct. and i and i want to be clear when i say i fight animals as a side job it's not like a mike vick dog fighting situation i go up against the animal yeah and that is how yeah, i yeah. make it then how i, pay I my have rent. a rat infestation in my basement hundred dollars beat their ass until they know they're not welcome here anymore yeah but also rat infestation in my basement is a sexual term so let's not <laughs> yeah. put that on the podcast like a bunch of horny rats in my yeah. basement <laughs> uh you come come get these rats there's a little bit of cheese down there for your brother i don't know what i'm doing this is a rough one for me today oh, but man hey if it helps i've had an itchy butthole for three days and i'm starting to get scared it doesn't help honestly <laughs> did that help not not only did it not help it actively hurt i think we i can hear us losing listeners no, right what? now somebody help some, no they're going to go get a doctor to tell me if, what's wrong if you either know a doctor or have an itchy asshole please write in so we can make Albert gabe, feel less alone. gabe you're a doctor you're listening send me a message tell me why my friend gabe was in town recently he's a we started comedy together and then he decided to become a, a successful doctor instead that's the real joke <laughs> that's a really good call but he's still a fun guy and he was in town and he was like people give me amazon gift cards but i kind of have stuff i don't need it what do you want me to buy? And I was like, I guess I could use like one of those mic condoms, you know, people put on shows to keep them kind of safe. And so I just mm -hmm. got a crate of about 2000 of those. If you need them, I do. I would love actually to take some of those. Nobody's sanitizing mics. Everyone gave house. up immediately. It's very I frustrating. felt like such a, I saw Sam Evans put one on. I didn't see him put it on. I saw Sam Evans do a show and noticed that he had put a mic condom on without people noticing. Yeah. I was so impressed. And I tried to pull it off of the show I did. And it was just such a, it stopped everything. And people were like, what the fuck are you doing? So anyone who's listening, Sam, I mean, Sam Evans is a New York comedian. And all you need to know about his jokes are that they're so unfunny that Albert noticed he was putting a mic condom on instead of paying attention <laughs> to his jokes. Blah, just kidding, blah, Sam. Blah, 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 we blah, like blah. you. You're funny. Um, <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, it, okay, so Harry Potter struck you. It meant something to you. What, yeah. After that, what, I read uh, every book as soon as it came out to the detriment of like friendships. I would sit on my porch and pound through the pages as soon as they came out and then be like, all right, <laughs> I'm ready to hang out now that I'm done with book four. What are you guys up to? That feels very indicative of your personality. That makes a lot of sense. We're like, hey, Albert, uh, the gang and I are going to go play by the monkey bars. And you're like, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm on chapter 17 and my dick is getting blown off right oh now. Oh, my like, God. What's a dick? But then I got over, I think probably because video games became a thing, but I got over reading or the Harry Potter world probably like right as the last or the last two books came out okay where i was just like uh, yeah i just lost interest and faded away so i don't really and then when i went to do the movies i was like i'm gonna get really really high and watch all the harry potter movies in a row so i didn't really retain oh, what happened no. at the end how did you did you fare well did that end up being okay yeah it was for like you? fine i was like doing stuff while i was doing them <laughs> okay <laughs> strapped into a chair <laughs> pump it into my veins <laughs> i don't know if i would do it again it's but it was nice yeah, I give the love. I give them. I give the movies an occasional rewatch, and you know, some are better than others, and some are. I I truly do get 
kind of confused toward the end because it's like, okay, we're splitting this one into two movies and this one is this, but th- I don't, I'm like, whatever, this feels like a lot, but I get it. You got to make your money. But um, I got no problems with the movies. I like the movies. Um, I, um, the books, I will, I, at this point, it's too much for me to go back. Oh and try to yeah. Read. But they're well-written, easy to read books. Yeah. You know, they're fairly well-written. And I grew up in a Lord of the Rings house, like a super nerdy house. We had the Silmarillion. We had we had all that shit. So it was cool to kind of get one of those that was mine. Yeah. You know, because they all lived through that shit. And then they passed that on to me. And I thought it was awesome. I read their Lord of the Rings books and The Hobbit and stuff. But this was cool because I got to experience it as it was coming out. And that was like kind of my contribution to our, our nerdy as hell library. What a beautiful thing. Every book in my house was a old horny romance novel. Really? <laughs> like. That was if I didn't bring a book in, that's what I was looking at. I was like, wow. I I don't I'm like, I don't trust the Internet yet with all this porn stuff. But like maybe I can see nipple written somewhere and that'll get me to where I need to go. That was we had so many books. I used to go creeping around the attic through bags of what had to be my dad's books. And I found like the horny ones where they were like they're all text based, but they're like porn. I don't know if I like. Horny mom books feel inviting to me. Horny dad books seem no, aggressive no, to me. No, they are. Way. They're they're like there's a reason they're in a bag in the attic, right? Because right. a romance novel you could have downstairs. There's still a poetry to it, right? But this was like a and then I who I goofed in her hoo ha. As Patton Oswalt would say, horny dad books deserve to be in garbage bags in the attic. Oh when you're God. done with them, you're like, I guess I just wrap my shame up and hope my son never comes oh. up here. God, one of them was literally, I will remember this forever because of how insane the plot was, which was that a boy suddenly woke up with the powers to pause the world. That's and it's okay. like, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> I don't mind that, except I guess knowing that you it's realize a, that it's I'm all- sure as it's a, bo- a boy doing it, horrible things have happened. Yeah. And even like, you know, and then I touched her nipple. You're like, okay, well, that's still assault. That's yeah, that's wild. All assault. Even <laughs> the fact that that's what you you can stop time think about all the things you could do you could take a bunch of money for yourself you could like distribute food you could save someone from a car is that what you cared about the most when you were 16 ben (laughs) that you were like i want to save the world i mean when i was 16 if i were to stop time i'd be like dude i can get unlimited nachos doing this like they could never (laughs) stop me i would just be raiding gamestop all day i got like yeah exactly Touch a nipple would not have been my top 40. <laughs> touch a nipple? This boy touch was it? That's such oh. a weird... Either you do nothing, which is the right thing to do, or if you're going to be a full-on sex criminal, like, suck a nipple, I feel like, but just <laughs> well, I'm touch sure it, they did. I'm just, being, I'm just being shy about it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like any of this. And then the rest were like, horny mom goes grocery shopping and then meets baggage boy. And it was just like, some dude described... For chapters, porn. Mm. <laughs> porn used to be written. People don't know that, but porn used to be written down. <laughs> Back when America meant something. That's I what know. happened. Libraries. Heinous. Okay. But that's okay. Those are our book history. Those, yeah, that's our, that's our <laughs> book history. That's what I got going on here. So, okay. Harry Potter, the character, right, is this person who is like really uh, kind of sad because his parents are dead and then he gets adopted and he doesn't like the people he's adopted by. Because they're mean to him, but to be fair, they had a they just got a house 
they have a shitty kid already. They had like a pretty full plate and they didn't know magic existed. I always um, forget that he was adopted. This is we're we're gonna stop here because this is important. We are both adopted, right? We're both adopted, which this... is why I think he's a shitty dude. <laughs> because you're like, it takes one to know one. I get it. Uh, <laughs> it's like you're not shitty. If you showed um, up to your parents' house and you were like, My room sucks, they'd be like, Why why do we have this kid? <laughs> he just complains about our house the whole time. Well, his room did suck. His room was like a closet under the steps, right? Is that true? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's let's not let's not confuse him uh, being an asshole with them being abusive adopted parents. <laughs> there's a bit of mo- both in there. They won't yeah, let me have my owl in the house. That's a yin and yang. You're right. There's a little <laughs> give and take. They're like, hey, you guys should feed him, but also, yeah, he shouldn't bring a wild animal in to live with him. <laughs> that is fair. That's valid. I understand. Um, but yeah, so these this shit should have appealed to us. Like it did to you. I didn't even realize. I guess I just never really. I don't know what happened. It just like really missed me. Harry Potter never hit me. I didn't know he was adopted until literally right now. I guess I thought those were like his. I don't know. I just thought they were like, yeah, you go live with your aunt and uncle or whatever the fuck it is. But he was adopted and they sucked. But he and then he gets saved by whatever he gets an invite to hogwarts right that's what happens yeah. and then he goes okay so it's like the some of the powerful wizards knew that his like dead mom's sister was that lady so they dropped him off as a baby at that mm-hmm. apartment they kind of like you know they're being like the agents of destiny shoving him over this way and then he gets yeah he gets accepted into uh harry potter world but he's actually actually like magic the whole time and there's a point where like he's talking to a snake on a field trip they're at the zoo and he's like chatting with the snake and he's like, I shouldn't be able to talk to snakes. That's weird. And someone's being shitty to him, so he made the glass disappear. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So your your book and movie knowledge helps with where it'll cut cover the gaps of my just movie knowledge. Cause I do remember something about that, I feel like. And um I think we can get into this now. That's one of the things that I think makes him a shitty person, right? He is such a bigot towards Slytherin people. And like so anti-Slytherin, it's like, bro, you also talk to snakes, okay? Yeah. You are, you got a little Slytherin in you, bro. You're buddy, the most. Like, the only other person who does that is like the king of Slytherins. A hundred percent. So um, it's a, there's a little bit of self hatred in there. You ever meet like a, like a, <laughs> this is gonna be a tough analogy, but I'm going through with it. You ever meet like a mixed person who like identifies more with their they're like white half than their other side so they're like yeah i'm not like those guys over there (laughs) and you're like yo i wish you were because what you just said is horrifying that's what harry potter was he's a he's a mixed kid who like gets mad about just normal cultural stuff i don't like him well, I think we're ignoring also the reason he hates the Slytherins is because no, he always did because he immediately was like, put me in the good house, put me in yes. the good house. But those dudes were dicks and they were also super racist, like hardcore racist. Yeah, but they were just taken off after the author of the book. So like, what are they supposed to do? <laughs> their whole thing was calling what's their face mudblood. That's what they called mixed kids. If you're a half magic or half a half non-magic then the racist kids have called you mudblood i'm just which saying is like, they're yeah, not she... the only ones other people <laughs> were using that term if i remember correctly. So I say, like i wonder wow she really uh she did not invent a slur for this she's just right. letting them out <laughs> right that's funny <laughs> yeah I, I yeah they were they were dicks but like it's weird to it's kind of like being like um you know, a person with green eyes was mean to me once. So yeah, everybody with terrible. green eyes is a 
piece of shit and they can't drive or whatever. <laughs> like he, was always, <laughs> he was always just throwing a little bit of extra spice that I didn't think was very chill of him. But um, that was one thing I, I didn't rock with Harry Potter on. Uh, I, I, do you, is there any, do you, did you ever feel that? Am I crazy? Cause I've always been like, he just come in, a, they were mean to him, but it does come in a little bit hot. You just never felt that way. I'm alone. Oh, here. I was just like, so on board with hating the villains. Yeah. Like Draco, I mean, Draco and his dad were like, yeah, just like Nazis, I guess. We're just wizard Nazis. Uh, and I was just like, oh, you're so mean to Harry. Don't be mean to Harry. Because yeah, I, yeah. I didn't read it with any of the shit I have now where I'm like, he should have enjoyed that shitty room under the stairs because it was free. He got that. He got a second chance. He should love it, even if they were shitty to him. No. Yeah. Th those parts, I definitely am like, no, I get why they suck. But I think once he starts getting to Hogwarts, there's more things where I'm like, okay you suck a little bit too like yeah. you're, you're a little bit of an asshole here at, at the very least a little bit of an asshole like um we talked about this he's straight up rich correct he's got yeah. money from... yeah they take him to the, the the goblins who are the bankers and there's some yep. like huh there a little bit with like she invented this race that controls all the money <laughs> yeah like huh. we're not talking about her we literally talk about <laughs> she is a racist piece of shit so but yeah so he has like a fuck ton of money that his dead parents left for him right um and then like here's the thing my knowledge of the universe falls apart about halfway through perfect uh as i was growing up and i found the wonders of anything else um <laughs> right so, but I don't know if he ever has these redeeming moments. Every once in a while, he like buys people things, but he's just like, I think his whole thing is like, he's so upset that he's getting attention. He just wants to be left alone to be sad. And sure. that all this shit, like, oh, you have a scar on your head. Every single person that ever meets you knows who you are and knows what happened to get that scar. You got dead parents. And then he keeps getting like thrown into these moments where he's like, now the guy, it part of like history. And the money thing was also a part of it. So he just seems like he wanted to be like left the fuck alone. He didn't want to be seen as rich. He didn't want to be seen as a hero. He just wanted to be like sad in the corner of the room. Like my oh, mom he was he was sad that people would judge him on his appearance. Oh, poor little <laughs> Harry. I wonder what that's like. Oh no. He's like, I'm bitch. not even blonde. Why did people... <laughs> you look just like your daddy boy. But that's also it that. would be wild to like every time you walked in a room, you just had a mark on your head, like, oh, dead mom. I see ya. I know you're dead mom. Sure. But I don't know, man. Get a different haircut, maybe cover the scar <laughs> a little bit. Do something. Put a fucking hat on. Well, possibly. the one thing they don't really mention in the wizarding world is that like you get the absolute shit beat out of you for having bangs. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. In hindsight, it is pretty fucked up that none of these kids are wearing like a baseball cap. You know what I mean? <laughs> this can't there's like what's going on here? I, I will never understand. Uh, but so I, I think it is important to say though, he is rich and the Weasleys, his best one of his best friends. Oh, they're Ron so Weasley, poor. They're the poorest motherfuckers oh, on the planet. God, and so this son of a bitch never wants us like, hey. Let me get you some groceries. Oh, you know? He stays with them. He'll have like he's... breakfast with their, their shitty table. And they're like, we're scraping by. Here's a little fraction of our food. And he's like, hmm, that's it. He, I got nothing for you. He's cosplaying poor person. And while he's taking their resources, he's like, I'm also going to be banging your daughter. Yeah. You're just going to have to do You know what that. I whisper Sorry. into her ear? I could save your family's life. <laughs> I could turn it all around <laughs> for you. It'd be so easy. I have no use for this money. <laughs> like, honestly, sometimes I just throw <laughs> coins in the fire to watch them burn. <laughs> oh, man.
I, so I just I just think that's a very interesting thing of like at a certain point he become he realizes he's got a lot of wealth which is fine but what you do with that wealth is what defines you and his choice is to like maybe do one noteworthy thing once in the whole series I don't even know what it is but on the internet I think there's one thing well, what's frustrating that. is that like he all he has to do is just kind of like lean into his role, but he's shirking it the whole time, right? Right. Because it's not just happenstance that he's like around all these things. The most evil person that exists currently exists just to kill him. Right. And it is like very much about him. And he's just like, I just want to go to school. I want to play with my owl. I want to finger my friend's little sister because it's funny. Oof, when you put it like that, I'm <laughs> mad that I brought it up. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and he's just always, I don't know. Yeah, the rich thing really bothered me. The Slytherin thing really bothered me. And, like, this isn't as important, but, like, he is just kind of a twat the entire time. It's like what you're saying. It's always just like, hey, Harry, yeah, I know this sucks that this is all on your shoulders, but you're, like, pretty much the only person who could actually save us. Dumbledore is dead now, so what the fuck are you going to do? And then he's just sitting there and he's like, I know, but my schoolwork, exactly what you just said. And it's like, no, 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 no buddy <laughs> you need to save the world and also be nicer to Hermione all right like she's friends with you for no reason there should be some sort of sexual tension I don't know if there is I can't remember I think but it like, ends up being her and Ron her and Ron get together which just feels wrong I gotta be honest with you wow. I don't I don't Someone love like it. redheads huh oh is it because he's like illiterate and she's the smartest person in the school it's because she should be the main character. I, I do feel <laughs> this way. She's very smart. She is a little bit catty or whatever at the beginning, but I feel like she grows into herself. And there's times where I don't even remember what the scene is, but I think there's something where there's like some sort of magical beast that's hurt or something. And I feel like she does like a Jurassic Park kind of like lays next to it. And is like, it's hurting. And like, she has empathy and she wants, she cares for these things. She should be the main protagonist of the story. Instead it's Harry and he's just a bitch about everything. And I yeah. can't, she's like it. an actualized person and he yes. hasn't started evolving yet. Cause he just got like sad. Which, you know, that's what maybe how I related to it. It was like, hey, you're still the hero, even if you are an active burden on everyone around you. I kind of like this. <laughs> right. And it's like, you know, hey, man, it's, it's a pandemic. We're all suffering in different ways. I get it, Harry. I've been there. I've been the sad <laughs> guy who needs to lead a cohort of friends to do something. But, like, I don't think that it actually other than the fact that he is quote unquote the chosen the boy who lived or whatever Hermione should 100% in my mind be the person who leads them through all of this shit now nah, doesn't know magic just uh knowing literally every single thing that saves him every single right. situation right <laughs> it's one of those backseat roles and he's never <laughs> like knowledge He's never like, you know what, Har, why don't you take the lead on this one? Never once does he just like let her go. Like, I like, hate this, but he's like actively holding her back. He's like, I right. hate that I have to get the fuck back. Do this. Stop it. Stop it. It's me again, though. <laughs> it's pretty wild to really, if you really think about it. Like, and like he, I, everything he does, he has all these successes, but he's always like helped along the way. It's always like someone coming back through time or whatever and helping them or like some dead uncle or whatever the fuck serious black you know all this shit where it's just like 
Okay, Harry passed this literally trial. every advantage someone could get. <laughs> yes, he has every advantage, and he never is just like, you know what? This should be someone else. Hermione's like, a filthy mudblood, and look how far she got. So she okay. took him pretty well. well it's we from just, the books. It's we, from the books. I feel like I just sat down for dinner at, with an Italian or something. What is this? Something like this. Um, that was just bad as saying filthy wow. mudblood. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, mine's from the books. No one's shitting on Italians in the Harry Potter world. That's just you. It's like, what the fuck is this? I'm sitting down to dinner with an Italian. It's like, okay, I guess I'm... all I'm thinking about is like, how good is that meal though? Huh? Sure. <laughs> I bet the snack beats were amazing. I would. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I just don't like them. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, did you have any other? Do you have any thoughts about like things that are kind of? Well, as wild as like, even if he has no control over, it, he's still getting thrown in these insane situations where other people have to suffer. Like the whole. What is it? The Goblet of Fire is like yeah. that whole tournament that someone else puts him in and then hacks the goblet so it accepts him. And yeah. then they take like when he wins at the end, he like decides to win with this other guy and it takes him to the bad guys area and the other kid dies. Yeah, he he feel <laughs> I think he feels the weight of the death later, but like he's like he's constantly dodging bullets like that's his whole life as people take shots at him and he dodges and somebody else dies. Right. First, it's his mom. That it's that guy. Pretty much every everyone who dies in the book was like on his adventure for him. Yeah, that is very true. A lot of people, a lot of bloodshed for Harry specifically. So eventually, I think it just takes him too long to be like, okay, I'm a leader. You're right. I, I'll step up and I'll do what I need to do. Yeah, but that's also, probably the lack of confidence from being raised by two people who hate you. Yeah, but he knew his other parents loved him. Yeah, but he was like a baby. Yeah, but he knew they loved him. <laughs> That's in <fair>. there. <laughs> I guess that is more powerful than getting slapped around by that shitty kid. Right. It's oh, like fuck. your parents are dead because they loved you so much because they tried to protect you. They died protecting you. And your response and to you that have is... a literal symbol to that on your head? Right. And your response to that is to be like kind of a dick about it. And I don't Yeah, but I still had other family and a place to stay. And I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> there are no consequences, really. Yeah, and also I'm just gonna put this out there. Harry didn't have a lot of black friends. I think that's important to say. Uh, well, yeah. I think maybe one. I think he goes to like he does some weird shitty. I don't know the names, but he goes to like a dance with I, some girl, but it's not the girl he wants to go to, which is some other like Asian lady, and that was like the most diversity in his yeah. circle was that he wanted to go to dance with an Asian woman and I was like you know what Harry that's typical rich white guy shit right there I gotta be honest with you <laughs> there's a lot of white guys who are like I'm not racist I love Japanese culture right he's like look at this katana in my dorm like this is a problem for you I don't understand um yeah that whole like and also I wonder how much of that was like the move like movies casting like yeah, I'm, going, if the, I'm going if the author the for sure. if the author like had her way there would be like no one there would be just fucking no one yeah the forward in the book was hey just so you know we're not doing any black shit in this one. <laughs> sorry guys and hollywood was like all right we can't we we're not gonna no, put any right. black people right. in this that's fine they're they're around there's uh, there's one well there's other wizarding schools and they have their own there's one for Eastern European whites. There's another one for ladies underwater whites. And I'm sure there's a black wizarding school somewhere. They, they get 
broomed to different schools are like, <laughs> oh no, we've we've got a Quidditch match against South Central. What are we gonna do? And they always lose their minds because it's <laughs> black kids. Um, yeah, I just uh, I don't like the more the older I get and the more I like dig into it. It's it's one of these. It's another one of these things where it's like you're not a bad per you're not bad but my god are you as close to being bad as possible without like really tipping like you're an annoying person like the idea it's weird to me that harry has the leadership qualities to be like okay i can get over people dying for me i can do this whatever but he still has the little bitch assness in him where he's like but i am a reluctant leader and it's like dog (laughs) Your classmates are dying, dude. It's been seven years. You gotta <laughs> own up to it, okay? <laughs> gotta have. If Cedric, if Cedric would have been the one, the boy who lived, it would have been a one-story book. Right. He came back and he was like, "Well, I'm gonna do push-ups and go beat his ass." Right. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a universal threat threatening everything I know and love. I mean, I guess I'll take care of it. It seems like that's the right thing to do. There's <laughs> what's the what's the holdup here? I think the best symbol is that Harry ends up being a professional athlete, and the position he's incredible at in Quidditch is pretty much just running and hiding. Oh, that's funny. Wait, does he actually? He's like insanely good, and someone like even though he's rich, someone buys him the most expensive broom or whatever and gives it to him. Like he's just getting thrown shit. Unbelievable. But he's very good at the one that's just like slinking around. <laughs> I don't know why he got into wizardry when he could have just been a stand-up comedian and have like a Comedy Central half hour right now. Oh like God. he just got rich parents telling him what. Well, he's <laughs> he's got a you know like a trust fund to help him guide through the. Did you not want industry. a Comedy Central half hour? I'll buy you a Comedy Central half hour, Harry. You seem sad. Harry, I'll buy you Viacom. I don't understand <laughs> what your deal is, Doc. I could afford it myself, but I want someone else to buy it for me. Uh, did you did you have a we're at 50 minutes right now. Okay. I have several scales. Okay. Um, I couldn't decide on one. I thought one what? would be funny is like which school you get sent to. Hogwarts being the good one. Do you want to introduce <laughs> the scales that idea? Well, are we changing? So we got, did we change it up? I We didn't talk. We did no pre-production for this, I'm realizing. But that's okay. Um, are we doing one through five or are we doing one through ten? I think we do one through ten, but we fill it out slightly. Okay. Now we're like, okay, these are the, some of the low range ones. These are some of the high range ones. Sure, that's fine. Is someone uh, making into your house right now? Well, I hear some fucking horseshit music being played outside of my window, and my trash neighbors. I can't. I don't know. They speak so loudly, but in a way that I do not understand, and they just stomp around all the time, and I'm just so mad at them. All you have the a time. front facing or back facing window? uh it's a back facing window but there's like a fire escape and i think they're like playing music like out of their window or whatever or something so so now it's part of your life yeah so they're horrible taste like playing stained or whatever is now just part of my (laughs) sunday routine if it's rock and roll that you got from the radio in the 90s it was an accident it didn't need to exist right (laughs) delete it you can go find other music it's just so so annoying that blew my mind i was like wait i've been listening to like nickelback because the radio told me that's who the band is and then went to my first live show and was like oh there's so much more you could do with a guitar we don't need this at right. all yeah and what's crazy now is nickelback is like the one band i would be there i'm like their music sucks but i stand up i stand with them in solidarity for their views on the world whereas before i'd be like smash mouth their music is out of all the shitty pop music is fine 
but they're the worst kind yeah. of people possible. <laughs> and it's just like, what are we doing? It's like, we don't need no fucking vaccine. There's chips in there. It's like, dog, there are chips in your mouth at this concert. My you God. look like you're going to choke and die. It's so, you like a- advertised your tour schedule. No, you're not hiding anywhere. Right, exactly. I don't want to be tracked anyways. You guys can see me tonight at this bar and then tomorrow night at these places. We are- not all of you are going to be for the, be around for this leg of the tour next year. Good luck. Uh, okay, what's uh, what's your Harry Potter skill? Okay. Okay. One here's a fun one. Uh the jobs you get after you graduate wizarding school. Okay. So okay. So the scale again. <laughs> we're gonna fuck this up, but the scale again for anyone who needs to know. We are gonna rate how shitty Harry Potter is on a scale of one to ten. One being the least shitty you could be, ten being the most shitty you could be, and then Albert is going to fill okay. in the blanks with what he just so said. So one being the least shitty, which would be the coolest job you can get after wizarding school, will be like on a Quidditch team. Okay. Right? Professional athlete. It's all magical. Everyone loves you. You still get to be magical. The most shitty would be something where you have to hang out in like the muggle world and you can't use your magic ever. Like a spy or like a relations person, right? Sure. So like you, you find out you're magical you get to go to this private school of magicians. They teach you all of this cool shit. And then the governing wizarding body hires you to go back to a non-magic world and sit at a desk. And so you this, know for a fact you're magic, but you still have to fill out spreadsheets. This is a surprisingly tame scale for me. I got to be honest. It's like <laughs> it's like either one, you're a professional athlete, or two, you just get a normal job like everybody else. Yeah, but could you imagine you having the job right now you have, and then all of your friends are flying Yes, that is literally what my life is. So, (laughs) could you imagine having the job that you have right now and all of your friends are on TV? Yeah, I think I could. I think I could take it in. It would just be like, oh, there's another universe that you know exists and you could go hang out in where you could conjure things on a whim, but you still got to order seamless, you dumb idiot. (laughs) What up? You have other scales? Yeah, I also have a wizarding pets you get like assigned an animal or you get an animal i forgot how that worked if one chooses yeah. you yeah and so like one the least shitty would be like an owl like, cool okay. this is a pretty standard wizard pet even though honestly probably not a good pet to have it shits no. entire corpses yeah you gotta feed it you gotta <laughs> feed it like mice every day it could clip your thumb off it any whenever it wants to pretty much um yeah. and then this, this one's not very good but the worst one would be like just a dung beetle that you have to like take care of and it's your wizarding pet and you have to like learn to do tricks with it but it's just like a beetle that rolls around a turd sure that's its big trick look it's doing its trick again ah yeah i can smell it over here like oh what do you have a shark cool uh i got a <laughs> i got a dung beetle you can you imagine how the shark is like oh i chose the shark i'm very excited this is awesome and then i have to have like my buddy help me carry the tank everywhere i go <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that would be pretty shitty. um <laughs> do you have okay. another scale have one last one yeah of course it's the magic mirror of desires or whatever and yes. then uh so the one being you get to see your lost loved ones um and then the 10 being <laughs> you're strapped in a chair and you're you're forced to watch every time you've been caught masturbating oh wow every time you've been caught how yeah. many times are you getting caught masturbating oh like two maybe three <laughs> But if so, I had to watch so those again, so it's just those three instances on <laughs> yeah, a loop. Yeah, I guess okay. it could just be like your most shameful masturbations on a loop. Sure. Okay. 
That's, there we go. Now that's that's in our wheelhouse. You're I, like, so. you could relive the moment you got caught over and over again and be fine with that. I feel like it'd be a nightmare. Well, I'm just saying. You said every moment. I was like, I don't know. That's maybe like. Yeah, I guess you said that. I think back it's been a ton. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, remember last time cut. when we talked about the nutmeg? No. What? Oh yes. Boo. Yeah. So I went and visited my friend's town to do that nonsense, right? For spring mm-hmm. break. Very sad spring break. And then wow. one of those part nights... two to one of the worst stories I've ever heard. Okay, <laughs> yes. perfect. One of those nights, uh, my friend got back from his job at Walmart and caught me on their wow. freaking couch. Yeah, that one. I, if I had to relive that more than once, I think I'd probably be done. What was the <laughs> response? What was the friend's response? Incredible disappointment. <laughs> Just it's like, oh, really? That's fun. <laughs> Uh, I think everyone's life was wrapped in enough misery by then. It wasn't that big of a deal, but it was, it was still a oh another bummer to add to the series of bummers that is. What our time life. would you say you got caught masturbating? This is important for me. Like ten thirty. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It's a reasonable, but you were out on the like the living room couch. That's yeah, that's where I was staying. But also, I, it was like pretty realistic. He'd be coming home from work. <laughs> <laughs> I have a schedule to keep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like all right we'll crank one out matlock is on <laughs> and then i'll get i'll take some pills and i'll go to bed i'll, I'll <laughs> snort some nutmeg and i'll go to bed <laughs> now, do okay you so that's the scale that's the scale scales. i want i want you to rank harry potter on that scale okay uh, so what what do you have on what do you have for him on that scale um so i truly don't think he's that bad yeah. I think he's just like a wildly mediocre man put into a better man's position. Sure. Um, and so I'm going to give him like a four. Yeah. Cause he's, um, he's basically like a, he's like a CEO at a startup where you're like, yeah, I don't like who you are as a person, but you are giving people jobs. So maybe that's <laughs> something, you know, like you, you are giving people purpose. I don't know what to say. Sure, man. You're like, you're not, you're not doing the things that worse CEOs are doing, so I right. guess you're fine. <laughs> right. You haven't cost my family their home, so I guess <laughs> I'm not mad that you run WeWork. It's, ugh. Ugh. That's what it is. So four would be um, every time he has to watch in the mirror, every time he's been at a party and he thought he snuck out a fart, and then someone else in the room noticing it. Mm. So like every so time he, he thinks he gets away with one, he's now forced to see that he didn't. Yeah, like there's like a fine. group of girls behind him, like, oh, did you see that? Did you see that? Oh, gross. Excuse me. Bless you. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I just sorry. I just fucked up. <laughs> you just heard your nose getting tickled. <laughs> yeah, what you were saying. <laughs> I made it so real it was inside you. Yeah, that was a Harry Potter fart that just really <laughs> snuck out of my uh, nostrils there. Um, yeah. Okay. So my scale. Uh, on a scale of one to ten of shittiness, uh, saying where Harry Potter lies, I uh, a one was you know those little candies they had. They had like those frog candies or something, right? Is that a thing? Um, magic candies. Yeah, those like magic animal candies or something. Is that that's a thing they have? I right? think it is. I just don't remember specifically. So one is like you get a frog chocolate candy, you eat it, you get a wart. That's the level of shit is. It goes away. You burn it off. It's not a big deal. No one even knows you got it. That's the one level of shitty. Least amount of shitty that someone something could be, right? Uh, a 10 would be... Uh, <laughs> a 10 would be if you walk into a room 
and you see the person you care about the most eating Snape's ass. That's a 10. <laughs> That's a 10. Okay, where are you putting them? And I, I'm, I'm right with you of Harry's not that bad. He is trying to do a good thing. He's just very annoying about it. He's rich and he doesn't help anybody, but what rich person ever does. So whatever. You don't get rich uh, by giving out your money. Right. Exactly. Rich people are the cheapest people I've ever met. So I totally get it. Um, I will give him honestly on a scale of one to 10 of shittiness, one being the least shitty. Harry Potter is a two on the shittiness scale. For wow. Me. Yeah. Well, and uh, a two on the scale of shittiness. Let's just say that's a one on one dinner with Hagrid. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. Probably like, you know, not bad, but he's going to cover you in food on accident. He's going to cover you in food. And he, he will not shut the fuck up. You will not get a <laughs> word in, but he will just talk. It'll like eating a turkey leg, talking through eating a turkey leg. And then you're just getting bits and pieces on mm. this. And you're just like, God damn it. Grey's Anatomy is on. Like, why am I here? Oh, I don't and understand. The whole time there is because Hager's really into like really violent animals. Mm. So there's just like a really terrifying beast in the room. <laughs> yeah. You're also eyeing the whole time. It's, yeah, it's lurking. It's always <laughs> around looking at you. And, um, uh, I thought another one. I thought of okay. another scale just because it's fun now. <laughs> uh, one being, you know, the, the platform nine and three quarters, you like run into it and then you're yeah. on the real platform. Okay. One yeah. being you run through and you're on the real platform and the train to Hogwarts shows up. Ten being you run through and you run into a factory. And now you're forced to make iPhones for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. And you... <laughs> You're like, no, you don't understand. I'm supposed to be at school right now. I'm like, oh, you're going to learn today, boy. All right, sit down. <laughs> and how bad Harry Potter is, is that he runs in to the last part of an Ikea, but he has to walk back against the grain to the early part to meet his friends. I don't even... The math there did not resonate with me because <laughs> I'm an idiot. But yes, I agree with you. Have you experienced yeah. that in an Ikea? Have you ever had to like backtrack? It's I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I don't think I've ever been inside of an Ikea. I got to be fully real. It's a here. trip. It's very yeah. surreal because there's like a thousand living rooms. Yeah. And then I everything mean, I, is organized in like a snake pattern, right? You got to go from this end. And when you go to that end, then you end by the warehouse area. So you can pick up the thing you wanted. Um, and it's a sh it's just like shopping around people, right? But you all have to go down a hallway in the same direction. And you can't like go monsters. back. You can. It's just a. You're just going against the river of people, so it's like oh, a, so it's, it's like, a real hassle. Socially frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, it is look like this. super inconvenient. Look at this backwards walking oh motherfucker. Thinks he's better than us. Oh, you're gonna get the a second lamp when you're on the spoons. There's an order to this. We're trying to get our meatballs. I. Where are the meatballs in an IKEA? They're at the end. Yeah, there's like a little restaurant area. The only time I've been since I moved here, it was during the pandemic, so it was closed. And you're like, this is the, really the only reason I needed a desk and I wanted to physically see the desk I bought. I don't know. <laughs> That's a punishment on a scale of one to 10. One of the shittiest things you could do is go to an Ikea during a pandemic. That's so bad. <laughs> I mean, it's way less people than there was. <laughs> if go to a pan, go to an Ikea now. <laughs> I bet it's right. crazy. Yeah. All the people that would have been there were stacked up outside of it. So <laughs> good point. Um, Albert, where can people find you if they want to? You can find you. me at Hot Young Albert, mostly on Instagram, sometimes on Twitter. I had a sick tweet this week. It was a great tweet of the week. And uh, 
that's pretty much it. I'm uh, I'm gonna be starting a show called Riffbot sixty nine. Uh, <laughs> check this out. I'm gonna have Alex write me a song that says, "What's better than one Riffbot? Two Riffbots devouring each other." What is the song for? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just what? wanted it. <laughs> like maybe I'm starting a live it. show. We'll yeah, a it's a live song? show, and maybe I'll play it and to to tell everyone it's starting. <laughs> Where's your show? Do you know where your show is gonna be or not yet? I am 80% sure it's going to be at uh, Phil's on Knickerbocker in sure. Brooklyn. There's some drama with the last show I'm wading through, but I think I sorted that out. Um, and it's just going to be a show where comics come and do improvised sets. So if you want to see me be funny and other people try a skill they don't work on, <laughs> it's going to be a good. It'll be free as hell, dog. <laughs> right. It's going to be free because nobody's prepared material. So that's why it <laughs> better so be fucking up free. To I'm, yeah, so at my best. I could charge five ten bucks. Uh, at my medium, it should still be free. Now, Ben, sure. where can people find you? Um, if you want to hang out online, you can find me on Twitter at Shaq Katzner, K A T Z N E R. Shaq, like the basketball player, S H A Q. Um, and uh, I, there's nothing you can do with this now, but I am releasing a graphic novel, and at some point, that I'll let you know about pre-order information um i'm very excited about it. it's called hello my name is poop and it's for, <laughs> it's for kids and it's gonna be fucking lit oh, if you're in uh if you're into like it's a kid who gets poop superhero power so if you're into that or your kids are into that yes holler at your boy all right i used to love what is it captain underpants that's yes exactly Fuck yeah. yes this is gonna be sick yes um, it's the goal yeah. is to you know have that sort of fun kind of vibe with it so i got cool. captain underpants on my uh quote unquote bookshelf right here i've read half of it i think i get it uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh i don't i don't know when that comes out for sure but i will let people know when you can pre-order that and also uh email us let us know what you think of the show if you have any thoughts of people you want us to roast we've been getting different uh uh suggestions from people which is great yeah. and, something uh, i really liked is someone sent me a suggestion and then a few links to resources to um to like hey this person who's like maybe really hard to burn here's a few places you can go to see why they are burnable which right. i thought was really helpful yeah and uh we might start doing like different episodes of people who are impossible to burn or something like we might uh i think we've talked about different stuff about what we might do there but we want all your suggestions we want to make sure that you're all you all feel loved and provided and cared for uh so the email is burn your heroes pod at gmail.com and uh, both Albert and I check it religiously. And yeah, oh boy, well oh boy, do we get sad when we only get two emails. But I get so happy to Bryce for emailing us. Bryce, so, you're the man. Okay. You've made my week. Um, yeah, and I don't know. Love your mothers. It's mother. We're recording this on Mother's Day. So I love you, Lucy Kirshner. I will never complain about the room you give me. You're better than me than Harry Potter got treated. I also love you, Lucy Kirshner. Have a good night. Well, how do you? <laughs>